It's time for the Tri-County Equipment Get Stuck on Sports Podcast. Here are your hosts, Dennis Stuckey and Brady Beaton. The Get Stuck on Sports Tri-County Equipment Podcast with uh, Dennis and uh, Brady. Uh, and it's a Friday, and I'm, I've been feisty all week. I've been surling. I've had the gloves off, stick down. I've challenged the Chiefs. Yeah. It's kind of been an all-week-long thing that, that Brady has had to – to shuck and jive away from my lefts and rights. I've been going after you. You have. Probably won't change today. No, but you got a good game tonight, so maybe that will put you in a little bit better. Yeah. The, the, a um, big game. It, it, it's a big game, and we'll get into that, and we'll talk to that, and we'll talk about some big performances, some surprising games. Um, really, it, it, all week long, what's been going on. I mean, I don't know what you're going to say about the Crosslex game. You saw. I don't know what there is to say about that game. Yeah, but um, we'll talk about it. You know, I was just kind of <laughs> thinking in a normal year, from the first practice a team has, this is about the time they would be playing their first or second game. Usually, you get two to three weeks of practice. Think about that. From the date of the first contact practice, was about what two and a half weeks ago. Yep. This is about when teams would be playing their first game. Yeah, that's true because they do kind of start up uh, around what Thanksgiving time or a little before. Yeah, before. It. And, then, I, and then they don't really start to see it. The boys don't start until like the, December. Yeah, like the second. The girls usually December. start a week earlier than that. Yeah. So that's just something to think about that we're 10, 12 games in for some teams. And yeah, this is when they normally get going. Good Brady getting all philosophical before we start a big show. Yeah, big show. Big show. Which, again, the top five might be a little anticlimactic because we haven't seen half the teams play this week. Yeah, there there wasn't much going on. Boy, I forgot I have to do that. Yeah. <laughs> I know you did. <laughs> I'm less prepared for the top five than I was for the draft. And it showed. No, it didn't. My team, my team would win that game, Brady. And, and that's why you're afraid now. You're afraid to play that game because you know my team would win. I know you're putting the, the carrot in front of me, and I'm not going to try to get it. <laughs> Brady's tried all week to talk me into getting that game. It's not up to me, Brady. It's not up to me. Okay. It's not. My team would win, though. Tri-County Equipment is your local John Deere dealer. With 10 locations in southeastern Michigan, Tri-County Equipment can help you get the equipment you need. From tractors to ATVs, from snowblowers to used equipment, Tri-County Equipment is your one-stop shop. Right now, Tri-County Equipment is offering free home delivery on select John Deere models. For a full list, visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Tri-County Equipment with 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 800- 250 7520 
Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810-364-8700. For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. If your windows stick, (laughs) slip, (laughs) squeak, or leak, replace them with Anderson windows with low E glass, low maintenance exteriors, and rich wood interiors, standard and custom sizes. They can turn simple window replacement into serious home improvement. Ah. Hi, Chip Mortimer here, inviting you to experience the difference at Mortimer Lumber. Our expert staff will be here to help before, during, and after the sale. Stop by Mortimer Lumber, 24th and Lapeer Avenue in Port Huron. Hey guys, Brady Beaton here to let you know that TP Logos is now at their brand new location. Now located at 901 Michigan Avenue in Marysville, TP Logos has the largest in-stock selection of your team's spirit wear. While the location has changed, the service has not. They still will handle all of your custom screen printing and embroidery needs. Check out tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. Don't wait weeks for your gear. Get it in days with TP Logos. Michaels, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michaels Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michaels Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michaels really is your dealer for the people. Michaels Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Grant. Open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michael's your dealer for the people. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. DuraClean by Bachelor has been faithfully serving the Blue Water area for over 25 years. Whether you are commercial or residential, if you need carpet cleaning, stain removal, upholstered furniture, drapery, or air duct cleaning, call DuraClean by Bachelor at 810-982-7044 and talk to Mike about their aerated foam process that allows carpet and furniture to dry quickly. From pet stains to odor removal to water damage cleaning and restoration, there's only one call you need to make. DuraClean by Bachelor, 810-982-7044. 44 Duraclean by Bachelor. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. All right. I do not have the stats from the Armada North Branch game, which I believe was the last. Yeah. No, actually, you know what? I do have the stats. And I'll go look at that. But Armada's leading scorer was Josh Bowman with eight points. So McKenzie had less than eight points. And the score is 85 for Stuckey and 63 plus whatever McKenzie got for your team. 
cool. We're not playing fantasy basketball. This would be for I won. I crushed you. I'm the greatest. All right, so let's move on now. Since I've proved my point. I'm, I'm going to get this game to happen just to shut you up. For the hundredth time, I proved my point. Let's start with um, Thursday, and let's just get your game out of the way so that everybody can forget this because this was well, just – On Wednesday or, or – yeah, Where are we at? Yeah, Wednesday. Sorry. I always do this. I, I'm thinking in, t- in two-day segments right. because we do the show every other day. And so, yeah, it was Wednesday, Thursday that we're talking about. Yep. All right, I'm so, assuming you yeah, want Wednesday, me. 90 to 18. Yeah. How does this happen? Because I, I'm going to preface it by this. Okay, is MLA City a state powerhouse that's going to win a championship? No. But they're a good basketball team. If they were in the Max Silver Bronze, would they be in the top third of the league? I think so. Probably. I think so. Yeah. Parker Lewis is a really good He's player. He's probably going to be an all-BWAC player. He didn't score. He didn't score. Imlay City scored, what, you say, six points in the last three quarters? Yeah. It was 29-12 to 12 after one. And at one point, it was like, I want to say like 10 or 11-6. to six. Like a game where you went, oh, Emily City hit a couple threes early. Maybe they can get something going. Um, yeah, Croslex had five different players in the double digits. Or four. No, yeah, five. That's an 18. Yeah. Have you ever seen that before? Five players, an entire not very often, an entire in starting school, yeah. lineup hit double digits. Like you'll you'll get four guys every once in a while when a team scores, you know, seventy. And usually, it's they gave up sixty-eight. Yeah. No, I mean Croslex did what they do. Jake Townsend hit four threes. Hunter Sober put up eighteen. Got to see him throw one down finally. Um Johnson and Solana quietly with 12. Then from the bench, Nolan Duran had seven. Peyton Edwards had five. And you just look at Kalakovich with 11. Yeah, Kalakovich had 11 as well. Um, yeah. Then the thing is, they would have got to 100 if it wasn't for running time. And the thing is, like you said, Emily City is not a bad basketball team. Emily City's got like, um, I think it's like 10 players who have scored in double digits in a game this season. Yeah. Plus, I mean, Lewis is a guy, uh, he, he's averaging 17, 18 points a game, easy. He had 27 earlier in the week in a game. Yeah. I mean, it just is incredible what this Croslex team is doing. And, I mean, you just look at it. There, there's not much more to say. They're going to play Linden. I think if the if everything falls right, if they do play at three, we might be able to do that game and then sneak back down to do Northern PH at six. Because we originally thought that game was at five. Yeah. With it being moved to six, it might give us just enough of a window to do both games. Well, here, here's the thing. The plan would be for Brady to we, – we'd throw the Croslex game onto the schedule against Linden mm-hmm. and Brady to go up and do that. Because I'm at McMorrin for two hockey games. I have a one o'clock and a three o'clock. Hockey should be over by five. 5.30 at the latest, but I think it'll be over by 5. So I would have time to get over to Northern if Brady wasn't done in Croslex and get the game started, and then when you show up, we just do it together. Yeah, well, if they if they make it like the Emily City game, we can hit running time and just get out of there in an hour and a half. Well, you never know. I mean, B 
because I, I don't know. Is it just me or or is it just you that's taking it personal now uh, about this uh, Crosslex team not getting the re- the respect? Do, are they do they now all of a sudden along with all this talent and everything are they getting a chip on their shoulder like hey wait a minute people? I think so. I, I I really do think so. And yeah, you know what? I think because they're one of our they're one of our guys. I think we do it for any team in any sport. We I think we kind of did it for Marine City, although. With their program history, they're a little more well-known. But I think we're, we're kind of saying, hey, we're standing here in the corner yelling from the forgotten area of Michigan, hey, this team is this good. Like, I think I put out after the game, stop passing over Crosslex because you don't know where they are on a map. Yeah, The D-Zone is the only statewide publication I have seen to give them any love. Granted, I'm not scouring the statewide stuff because, I mean, we do our own thing, but they're the only one to see to put them in the top tier of teams. And, I mean, I asked you, I'm like, Dennis, you've done this way longer than I've been doing it. Have you seen anything like this? No, no for this area, this this is the best team. Well, I mean, even a 72-point win. Hands down. Like I, I, Again, I've been in the area for 25 years. Um, excluding Romeo Weems and the New Haven teams, um, this is the best team. Right. I think the closest thing to what we I saw was when they were shutting out St. Clair at, in a district yeah. basketball game. That's the only somewhat comparable thing I can draw to this. Um, best part about Crosslex, though, my favorite thing, is actually the first time I saw them at home. They come out to Motley Crue's Kickstart My Heart. And that got me excited for the game. I was, I was, you know, head banging a little, writing down my notes. Uh-huh. It's just, it's just a, it's just a great song to come out to. Uh-huh. Yeah, I was, I was there. You know what? I was too focused on 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 doing my work and my game to yeah. even notice what song they came out to. Yeah. Well, it was just that good that I couldn't. Because usually I, I don't I'm focused. I'm locked in. But then again. I don't have the blowout curse, and I know I'm going to see a good game, so I know I've got to be focused and locked in like I was for Cardinal Mooney and Royal Oak Shrine. Okay, they had just played on Saturday a buzzer-beater game at Shrine, 51-49. So you know you're not getting that again. Well, You know you're not getting that again. And, oh, looky, looky, 44-41, and Shrine had the ball last, and, and and I hate to laugh about it. But if you if you haven't seen, because uh, because Folsom got it on video, the inbounds play, um, it, hitting hitting the the ball hitting rule in the face and like, which the, is the, the, the inbounds kid. pass by uh, Aaron Smith. It, what was he thinking? Like he he threw a fastball and he was what within ten feet of him. Yeah, it's like okay, the clock doesn't start when you throw the ball. The clock starts when your guy touches it on the court, and he had 2.7 seconds. Just throw the ball to him. But it was, it was almost like he thought, if I don't throw the ball to him as fast as I can, uh, the seconds are going to come off the clock before he gets it. Mm-hmm. That's all I could think of that he was thinking. And he beamed his teammate right on the nose. I- I'm surprised the kid didn't get a bloody nose. Well, like, in the video, the kid, the kid Rule, who got hit in the face, he was the reason – Shrine was in that game. Yeah, he had 13 all in the second half. Like, he came to life and started knocking down shots. 
big kid too, and he stood out behind the arc and knocked down a couple of threes. So that kid um, will just be remembered as taking a fastball to the face, and like he didn't even go after the ball; he just like got hit. I think he was stunned. Stunned and was like, I think he just looked at his team and was like, "Why did you just do that?" <laughs> but no, it was a good win. Second but, but time. Speaking of, of rule, we've done a Mooney game. Um, they it was forty two forty one, and Shrine ran a great play to him right out in front of the basket for what looked like was going to be an easy two points. And Larry to Dallas came across and had an amazing block. Oh, yeah, he rose up. To, to, to save the game. Uh, he had a dunk at the end of the first quarter that was tremendous. Like He puts thund- on a show when we Thunderous. Did he did it for me, too. Yeah, 14 points uh, for him. Trent Rice, 16 point, my kind of guy. Speedy little guard. Here's the thing. Mooney couldn't shoot. They could not shoot on Wednesday night. I think of their 44 points, not counting the ones scored at the the free throw line, they had easily 32 to to 36 points in the paint. Really? Everything, all Rice knocked down, I think, two free throws, so he had 14 points. Just driving to the basket and scoring in the paint. Yeah, that's. I mean, Cardinal Mooney. They're obviously they have a a nice little rivalry with Shrine. Um, they're getting ready for the playoffs, and now that they're starting to play teams their size, I mean, Northern Oak Shrine's no slouch. They're they're showing up, and I don't think it's going to be a crazy thought to think Cardinal Mooney's going to be playing multiple weeks in the playoffs. Yeah. Uh, I like this. Armada beats North Branch 50-29, to and Armada's leading scorer is Josh Bowman with eight points. It, it was one of those score sheets when I looked at it. It was like 8, 7, 6, 6, 5, 5, 4, 3. Everybody contributed something, and, you know, nobody they, – they didn't need anybody to have a big game. Just look at Armada. I, th- I feel like they're a little swept under the radar. Normal year, they're the best team in the, the BWAC. They, I think their closest win um, has been like 15 points or something. I can double-check it. But bes- because Crosslex did what they did to them, they're kind of not getting a whole lot of love. They are a good basketball team. Like, But their, their problem there is, is they'll have that stigma until you beat Crosslex. No, I just nobody's, don't want them. Nobody's going to talk about you in that respect. So, okay. Even though you're right, they are head and shoulders probably the second best team in the BWAC. Here are the scores excluding the Croslex game. 64-41 over Richmond. 56-29 over Yale. 69-41 over Emily City. 65-52 over Almont, who was undefeated when they played them. 54-20 over Algonac, 50-29 over North Branch. So not only are they beating teams, they're suffocating them defensively and putting up 50-60 points. Yeah. They play Cross-Lex on the 10th, so that's what, in five days? So next Wednesday, I think? I and that game yeah. is on our schedule. Yes, yeah, so I'll be, I'll be up one, there yeah. for that. But they, they might not lose a game to a team not named – Crosslex in the regular season. And speaking of uh, of Elmont, they found their uh, their touch again because they had a rough week, but they were playing the top dogs all week long last week. Seventy five on Richmond, seventy five fifty was the final in uh, that one on uh, Wednesday night. 
Um, let's just uh, do the girls uh, too Wednesday night. How about a big win for the Lady Big Reds at Gross Point South? Yeah. 44-41. And, and we'll get more into this when we start talking about tonight's games. Yeah, because, I mean, there, there was a that's a big win, not just one confidence-wise, two in the Mac Red. Like you said, we'll talk more about how it shakes everything out. But Well, it completely chains, changes – how the league standings look now with, with that win. Morgan James, 15. Julia Gilbert, 10. Madison Landshut, 9. Remember, they're playing without Emma Tremblay. Doesn't matter. They're still really good. Yeah. They've got a lot of depth. And the thing is, I know some pe- – like, you, you worry about a player coming back from injury, like a big player when they're – when a team's got a lot of chemistry going. I don't think that'll be an issue for them. They play really well together. There were a lot of uh, good games. That's a three-point game. Northern beat Dakota in overtime, 41-40. to uh, I know Dakota's record says they're not a good team. Dakota's not easy to play, and Dakota's not easy to play at Dakota. Right. If they're uh, in the Mac White, they're probably in the top two. And Northern had been struggling. That's a nice oh, win for the Lady Huskies. And Allie Shagney had 17, and Jersey McGregor with a monster game, 16 points, nine rebounds. When Jersey does that, Northern's tough to play and tough to beat. Mm-hmm. And, hey, they, they got off the schneid, and that was a much-needed win for them. Um, I'm going to skip over the one game and because on um, the close game theme, Sandusky 35, Ubley 33, and what was a big game in the GTC East for the girls. Uh, and uh, Ali uh, Giebord with 11, uh, Amy Bender, seven points, four assists, six steals. That's a good line in a girls' bat. That's a good line in a boys' basketball game. Yeah, that's you're getting it done on both ends of the court. Uh, and you had uh, Kylie Moore with 13 points and Josie Guza with 10 points for um, Ubley. St. Clair girls got a, a nice win over Fitzgerald, 55-39. They're probably tired of playing Fitzgerald, hmm. but they got a nice win over Fitzgerald. Uh, those are the only two teams in that league that can play this week. <laughs> Christina Bohm was the bomb with 16. Did St. Clair girls find a game for tonight? Yeah, you know, I they were trying. I hadn't heard anything. Let me. You gonna text Sandy and yeah, let me a send a few texts. While you do that, I'll tell you. Anchor Bay beat Utica Ford 45-32. Elmont over Richmond 51-17. Armada beat North Branch 51-45. Algonac 38, Yale 29. Imlay City uh, with a 70-31 win over Croslex. Brown City beat Marlette 41-39. Bishop Foley over Cardinal Mooney 69-39. So let's go to uh, last night's games. Didn't have any girls scores last night, uh, but we had some happenings in boys basketball last night. I think, I mean, I know we did two local games, but I don't want to bury the lead with last night. And here's the thing that I can't believe. This guy did this in a losing effort. Colin Miller for Marlette. 42 points with 11 three-pointers. 42. His team scored 68. They lost 71-68 at Brown City. Like, jeez. Oh, I'm assuming Wouldn't one Wouldn't you think at one point you, you'd, you'd put a guy on him? <laughs> at what point do you just go, he doesn't get the ball? Yeah, deny him. Follow deny him, him the ball. Before he – yeah, 11 three-pointers – it's like when people set home run records, it's like you pitch to him, you let him shoot, you let him get the ball. Um, but imagine doing that. I don't know. I have to imagine the 11 three-pointers is a school record. I'm assuming the 42 is. I don't know if Brad Schwab ever 
got to 42 when he was there. But I don't know. That, that's a good question. But, yeah, 42, that's got to be a school record. Or at least close to yeah. it. Yeah. Which, by the way, I saw this last night when people were talking about it. You know what the state record is for three-pointers in a game? I think you, you said yeah. 15, yeah, didn't you? Yeah, 15. How do you hit 15? That, how do you break that record? You have to hit four three-pointers a quarter. And people still have to let you shoot. Yeah, that, that's the thing about it. It's like you can have a big half. You can have – Like a, a big couple but, minutes where you go bang, 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 like hit three. three. Yeah, but, like, but it's like at some point they're going to double-team you or like, something, like right? Like with Hayden Holberg at Lakeview. They put their best defender and they go, I don't, I don't care what the ball is doing behind you. He doesn't get it. Does not touch the ball. I mean, you got to give him the treatment at some point. Well, I'm, I'm kind of going in reverse order here before we get to the games we actually saw. But uh, New Haven's uh, Brent Wiles had 28 points and 21 rebounds last night in an overtime win against Utica Ford. New Haven won 57-56. to 56. Um, That's a monster game, too. And we've been told, Folsom told us that uh, he's, he's a really good player. Um, and we weren't doubting him. We just don't get out and, yeah. and get to New Haven and – yeah, yeah, I don't know. We we we're not trying to say he's not one of the best players in the greater area. He clearly is. Yes, and he's doing it in a very good league. But we yeah, and, 20, but we 29. just we didn't include him in our little thing earlier in the week, just simply because we don't really give and, the school and I figured, that kind of coverage. And I figured it'd be a little disingenuous to yeah. cherry pick that. At least yeah. with like Parker Lewis, we cover the BWAC. We've talked about him a lot more. Yeah. And, so that's that's what's uh, kind other of than that we we give New Haven scores we don't get the stats from their games mm-hmm. all the time, but because that was such a monster effort that was out there yeah. last night when a kid does that people want to tell you about it. Mm-hmm. Um, well, so. and then you think this is a monster effort, but this is just come what you come to expect. Tyler Jameson twenty eight and ten, but in a losing effort. They lost by 11 to Utica. That's a tough loss for the Huskies. Well, they didn't get the secondary scoring because look at that score, 57-46, and Tyler got 28 points. Uh, McNeil was held to, to six. He was their second leading scorer. Which I think is the blueprint to beating them. You're not stopping Tyler Jamison. So you go, okay, if I can keep him under 30 and lock down McNeil, that gives me a chance. That's a tough loss because just records-wise, that's a game you expect Northern to win. But, again, and, and, and you, you've played in this league, Brady. Not easy to bus over to Utica, not an easy place to play. No, I mean, yeah, the, the ones that are the worst are the ones that are way off the highway. You have to go down a bunch of side streets. It feels like it, feels like it takes an hour and a half, and really it's 45 minutes. But Yeah. So, uh, I, again, was I surprised when I saw the score – no, but then when I thought about it a little more, it's like that's one I expect the Huskies to win. So that's a tough one for them. It is. They've had kind of they they've had a couple of tough losses in in the last uh, ten days. Yeah. So do you want you want to save these last two games that we saw for next segment and just drop some hockey scores real quick? Yeah, we can do that. All right. Did you you didn't drop the ones on uh, Wednesday, did you? I did not. Marysville. Speaking of Utica, beat Utica five to four. 
down there uh, in Frazier. Noah Valley had two goals. I think that was like what a nine p.m. puck drop. No, that was no, that was the that PH was the, game. that was the Port uh, Huron game on. That was yeah, a that couple was, days ago. Yeah, uh, Flint Powers beat Northern five to one. Thumb Legion uh, got rid of Flushing ten nothing. They take care of teams they're supposed to take care of. Yes. They, they don't mess around, do they? And then last night, Marysville uh, struggled a little bit, lost 4-2 to two to St. Clair Shores. Uh, Noah LaValle and Braden Turner each with a goal. Yeah, I, uh, that was a 2-2 game, and St. Clair Shores scored like two quick goals, like a minute apart or something in the third period um, and, uh, and pulled away there. Um, and uh, PH, I believe, plays Anchor Bay tonight over at Suburban Ice Arena. And we'll have a hockey doubleheader on Saturday. Uh, Northern's got um, Dakota. Yes. At one o'clock, and then at uh, three o'clock, PH is playing Utica. Yep. So, and then I might have a basketball doubleheader at three and six. I think we can make that work. We'll try. But we each saw a game last night. We'll talk about that when we come back. I mean, we had what? There were two good games. I mean, we'll get more into it. Yep. Tri-County Equipment is your local John Deere dealer. With 10 locations in southeastern Michigan, Tri-County Equipment can help you get the equipment you need. From tractors to ATVs, from snowblowers to used equipment, Tri-County Equipment is your one-stop shop. Right now, Tri-County Equipment is offering free home delivery on select John Deere models. For a full list, visit Tri-County Equipment online at tricountyequipment.com. Tri-County Equipment with 10 locations in Bad Axe, Birch Run, Burton, Carrow, Fenton, Lapeer, Marlette, Reese, Saginaw, or Sandusky. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located in Port Huron, is a full-line distributor of industrial cutting tools, fluid power, electrical tools, and other electrical supplies, providing utility and contract-based services for more than 100 years. The company has a wide range of products that includes abrasives, automotives, ballast and lamps, boxes and closures, building products, chemicals and lubricants, electrical fittings and equipment, janitorial equipment, wire devices, and tapes and safety products. Marshall E. Campbell Company, located at 2975 Lapeer Road, or call them at 800 850-7520. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Do you have questions about your retirement? Ameriprise Financial Advisor Dave Betts can help. With the exclusive Confident Retirement Approach, you'll work together to develop a retirement roadmap to get you where you want to go. Call Dave Betts today at 810-987-5370. Office is located at 527 Huron Avenue, Port Huron, Michigan. The Confident Retirement Approach is not a guarantee of future financial results. Investment advisory products and services are made available through Ameriprise Financial Services, Inc., a registered investment advisor. Start strengthening your finances. Transfer your loan to Advia and we'll cut your rate in half. Plus, make zero payments for 90 days. Members who transfer save an average of $3,400. For stronger savings, visit adviacu.org. Advia Credit Union. Real advantages for real people. Not valid on credit card, secure real estate, or commercial loans. Interest accrues at loan disbursement. Estimated 2019 member savings, effective July 1st, 2020. Subject to approval and to change any time. Floor rates and restrictions apply. Equal opportunity lender. 
Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County has been serving the community for over 30 years. Located at 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, Overhead Doors are the premier choice for durability, serviceability, and hassle-free performance for commercial and industrial doors. Overhead Doors boasts a complete selection of performance and safety-tested commercial and industrial upward-acting doors and manufacture a wide array of styles to meet your needs. Overhead Door Company of St. Clair County, 5400 Lapeer Road in Kimball, call 810-987-2185. Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly Tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marys or Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our guarantee. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. You are back with Dennis and Brady. Boy, we, that's the most heated argument we've had in a long time. It is. And we will get into it once we start to preview the games we have going. I'll just start off last night. St. Clair fell to Warren Woods Tower 52-41. Um, St. Clair pl- started off playing well defensively. It was 9-5. to They were leading at the end of one, but they just couldn't keep it up. Tower started hitting threes. I think seven different Titans hit a three for them. Uh, they hit uh, eight total, so only one person repeated a their performance from downtown. But St. Clair just, I mean, they, they found a hot hand in Cameron Bleasdale. Okay, he hit three, <clears throat> excuse me, had a, had a chip thing stuck in my throat. <laughs> um, Bleasdale had, th- had uh, 11 points at the half, including a buzzer beater three, which he picked it up and just flicked it at the, at the uh, hoop, and it went in. Right, it was the, the the fastest half of basketball I've I've had. I think there was three fouls total called, and I think in the second quarter there was maybe four whistles. But in like and then comes out, hits a big three to start the second half. Bang, hits it. So he last two shots both made from downtown. Gets an and one to go, and then I don't. I think he took one shot the rest of the night, like the last four t- twelve minutes of the night. He took maybe a shot, and that was the surprising thing, and, and Tower just kind of kept him at an arm's length. Um, St. Clair plays really hard. They just don't have – they just couldn't get a stop when they needed to. After they only gave up five in the first, they gave up 19, 15, and 13. That's tough. Yeah. So, I mean, they're getting better, but they're still not at the point where they can compete consistently in the Mac blue gold but they play hard yeah here's the thing though judge them against where they were at early in the season oh they're are they getting better they are a lot better than they were when I saw them play Lance Cruz a lot better and that's kind of what we we were talking about for them is like just get better that's what this year is about well and the thing was uh Tower had a big man Donovan Brownlee didn't have a point in the first half. Then they figured out they just got into the post and no one stopped him. He had 14 all in the second half. So, and looking at Tower, 
Like when we were talking about Northern and Marysville compete, if Marysville compete, I didn't think Tower was that good. Although you saw them East Point play up there, maybe teams just struggle to play in St. Clair's gym. But that was, I thought that was a game that St. Clair, if they could have gotten a few more offensive rebounds, and if Colin Zimmer is not hurt and can play, can maybe not let Brownlee run wild in the paint, maybe they win that game. Because it felt like you were waiting for them to hit like two big shots in a row and make it a two, three-point game, and it just never happened. Yeah. I, I saw P.H. Sterling Heights last night, um, and the, the, the Big Reds played well, uh, and they got contributions from a lot of guys. It, it was, they were down 12-8 at the end of the first quarter, but they only gave up four buckets. They just gave up four threes. And that, that went away because Sterling Heights is not that kind of a team. They're the, Sterling Heights is the second lowest scoring team in that league. Only Hazel Park scores fewer points a game. But Sterling Heights, and I was shocked when I, when I looked at this stat. That's why I sent it to you because I was like, what? That league's got Lakeview. That league's got Marysville. Sterling Heights is the best defensive team in that league. They only give up 41 points a game, and the Big Reds had 41 in this game by the end of the third quarter. Yeah, that, I mean, it, they're, they're starting to really turn a corner. I think it took them a little bit to find their identity. And again, like I mentioned, I think in the intro, this is about the time where a team would be playing their first game, their first week of games. It took them a little bit to find their new identity. So I'm going to let you call me crazy and, and poke fun at me here, as I, but I'm just pointing out numbers about the Big Reds. Okay. They beat Clawson by 13. You say, whoopee, Clawson stinks. Mm-hmm. Supposed to beat Clawson by 13. By the way, they, that was a road game. Um, then they lost to Marysville, 45-31. What have we said about Marysville all year? They're one of the top teams in our area. Mm-hmm. Then they lost to Lakeview, 60-42. to Who is Lakeview? Right now... Their overtime win over Marysville says they're the best team in the league. Mm -hmm. So now you're one and two. Then they went down to Lincoln, and they got spanked 55-29 by Lincoln. What have we said? Tough place to play, Lincoln, and Lincoln actually has a good team. They're they're the team that nobody talks about because Lakeview and Marysville are in the league. And, well, Lincoln actually hasn't lost a league game yet. Yeah. Uh, So now you're one and three. Then they played centerline. Again, center line is like the fourth or fifth best team in that league, and they lose in overtime, 51-46, in a game that I saw, in a game that, that they were down and out of in the second half, and all of a sudden, their young guys who are getting better and better every game spark them, and they had a chance to win. Then they beat Marine City. They spanked them. Mm-hmm. They handled Marine City. Then they lost by eight at Madison. Again, a road trip from hell down to Madison, who's always athletic. And they play. They have a good big man. And, yeah, and, and, and they had a chance. Then they go to Sterling Heights, and they win by 10, 49-39. They've won two of their last three games and have, and have had a chance, uh, or they've won two of their last four games and have had a chance to win all four. They're getting better. They're not that bad of a basketball. 
Again, are they making a run for the state title? No. No. But this is not as bad of a a basketball. And and then you say, boy, what if? What if DV had stayed? Because this is not an awful basketball team. No, and I don't – again, they just play tough teams. Shaka Brown is starting to score. Ethan Balon is starting to score. Jace Mullins gives them good minutes. And then I'll tell you what, Oriole, Ashford, Rosenau, that's something to build around. Cameron Cole gives them good minutes. Um, last night, you know, you know what turned their game around last night? They're down 12-8 to eight going into the second quarter, and their backup center, Nash Phillips, Hits a three. I've never even seen Nash shoot a three this year. Hmm. He knocks a three down from the top, and all of a sudden, the Big Reds score 22 points in a quarter because they caught fire. Well, I guess we'll really see how much progress they've made um, tomorrow when they take on Port here on Northern. That's going to be the real test. And and this interests me. And, and, and again, I think Northern's the better team. I definitely know Northern has – the best, the best player. player on the basketball court. Mm-hmm. But Northern's been kind of slumping. The last week has not been good for the, for the Huskies. No, it is not. They let one get away. Uh, where was it? Lakeshore. At Lakeshore. Last Friday. And Lakeshore's a good team. But from all accounts, everybody feels like they Northern should have won that game. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, they, they have the loss at, at Utica. So, and I'm not saying that PH is going to upset them. I'm just saying it could be a really good game. That they should, they should at least keep, keep a side eye on this if you're not a Port here on Higher Northern fan. Yeah. It's like the, this, this might be a, a, good, a good time for PH to play them as opposed to if they were playing them while they were still struggling. Like if you played this game earlier in the season, Northern probably wins by 20 points. It's going to be very interesting to see. It really is. It's at North. I really don't think it matters what gym it's at. Um, but No, both teams will, will come to play. And that's the other thing that I know about this game. Both teams will come and play hard for the entire four quarters. All right. You're, you're selling the big reds right now. Well, I just, I just think, you know, and, and again, we don't give Stu enough dues. What happened to them a couple of weeks before they were supposed to start playing or they thought they were going to start mm-hmm. playing because we kept getting delayed. Like, that's devastating. Yeah. I mean, you, you lose your guy. He transfers out. Mm-hmm. And you're like, what do we do? Um, and, and like, because Finney decided not to play basketball this mm-hmm. year. So you lost, if nothing else, you lost an athlete. You lost a good defender. You lost a guy that could run up and down the court for you. Um, and, and you're like, what's your identity now? Now it falls into the lap of a bunch of young kids, and you come out and start the season kind of slow. You struggle shooting the ball. I mean, they're, they're making some shots now. And, and like we talked about with St. Clair, are you getting better? I definitely see where PH has gotten better. They, they defend, they hustle. And now they're starting to get rewarded because a few more shots are starting to fall. Well, let's change gears real quick from the Port here on boys to the Port here on girls. Speaking of teams that are on a hot streak and are going to have a big, big game tonight. This is huge. 
And I, did, did I surprise you when I said, hey, this, this is what happens if PH wins yes. tonight? Yes. Okay, because a couple of weeks ago, I remember we were talking about it. They were 2-3 and three and they were 1-2 and two in league, and we're kind of like, yeah, that probably means the league is out for them. But we knew the ultimate goal. We were like, well, the ultimate goal is district time. Yeah. The league is not out for them. Okay, North is 6-1 and one in league. South is 5-2, and two, and PH is 5-2. and two. PH is playing North tonight at home. We'll have it on stream one. Don't miss this game. No, it's going to be the biggest girls basketball game we've done yet. PH is playing their best basketball of the season, and they're winning big game after big game after big game. It started with the Renaissance win. Then they beat Dakota in a really hard-fought game. Then they went to Ike and won. Then they won Crosstown game with Northern. That was at Northern too, right? Yes. Uh, And then they went uh, down to Gross Point South, and I saw South. They've got Downey and Rogers are amazing, those two guards. Um, uh, and, And they went at South. In a hard-fought game, they're battle-tested. They're doing it without arguably their best player. Um, and, and now they're facing Gross Point North, another real good team with a win tonight, and we'll assume Gross Point South takes care of Dakota tonight. You'll have those three teams all at 6-2 and two, tied for first in all the All one and one against each other. Too. All one and one against each other with no more games against each other. So as long as you keep beating the teams underneath you, we're going to have a three-way tie for the Mac Red if the Lady Big Reds keep up the hot streak and win tonight. Big game. Big game. And don't think those two teams won't know it when they step onto the court. Mm-hmm. They'll know exactly what's up for grabs. And the scary part is, we mentioned Emma Trombley is going to probably be coming back next week. Yeah. So there you go. And then we'll get to probably reload and do it all again come districts time. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, the, the the biggest obstacle for them in the district probably will be Lons Cruz North. Yeah. They had a great game earlier this week with Anchor Bay. Mm-hmm. I think that ended up being a six-point. Those are Anchor Bay's only losses are Lons Cruz North. So you have three teams that are probably quarterfinal good that are going to all be in the same district. Isn't that fun? Coaches probably don't think so. No, we do. <laughs> I won't mention any names, but we had a, a former coach who used to complain about the, his draw all the time and, and say how somebody else had it easy. <laughs> I didn't he, mention any names. He wasn't wrong. He wasn't wrong, no. But one, one but team we didn't want to admit it to him because. Yeah, we don't like it when, that, when they're right. <laughs> anyway, so anything else? I mean. Uh, before we get into the next segment in our top five, still figuring out where the heck I'm going to go tonight. Because every game seems to be canceled. There's no St. Clair girls game. They couldn't find one. So what? Are, there. I mean, there's a, I mean, the one game. It, it just depends. Do you, do you want to travel or do you want to stay in town? Well, I mean, the first game that I saw that I was like, ooh, that could be uh, good was Armada Richmond and the BWAC, the boys. But that game got yeah, canceled Rich, this Richmond morning. Canceled. So what? it's like, come on. We've I've had like three different options that have all been canceled. I don't know. We'll, well Elma, Yale, and boys. Uh, and like I said, uh, the Northern girls play at Eisenhower tonight. Yeah, yeah it's if they let us in. If, if they let us in. Yesterday was – but I ended up where I was supposed to be. Yeah. Which was the weird part about it. Yeah. 
because Sterling Heights was like, ah, our COVID restrictions, you can't come. So I called Utica. Utica was like, ah, our COVID restrictions, you can't come. So I called Sandusky, and Al DeMott was like, well, we have somebody coming out to do the game, but you're more than welcome to come out. And then Sterling Heights called back and said, ah, we changed your minds. Come on out and do the game. Yeah. So I had to, to text or, or email uh, Al to say thank you, but my original – I put in parentheses, long story, but my original game is back on. So. Yes. <laughs> Anyways. So, all right. Um, it's been a runaround week. Yeah. We'll have our top five coming up next, and I really don't know because a lot of teams haven't changed, so I don't even know if my top five will. Maybe the bottom of the boys is going to be tough because some of the te- lower-tier teams uh, struggled a bit this week. Yeah. This, this will be uh, interesting, uh, and, and maybe we'll, we'll get some debate finally in our top five because we really haven't debated the top five. Well, I think number one for both sides is uh, – Well, that's a foregone conclusion yes. of who the best teams are on both sides in this area. Buying or selling a home? You need an experienced company standing ready to help you with all your real estate needs who is committed to making you the client number one. O'Connor Realty hung out its real estate sign in the city of Marysville almost 40 years ago to help the good people of this community buy and sell their homes. O'Connor Realty provides access to free, no-obligation home valuation reports prepared by a licensed realtor with no hidden fees. Located at 2801 Gratiot Boulevard, Marysville, give O'Connor Realty a call at 810 364 87 For all your real estate needs, O'Connor Realty, small enough to know you, large enough to serve you. Hi, Chip Mortimer here. So much depends on your roof. Mortimer Lumber proudly features the Landmark Series Shingle from CertainTeed Roofing. Landmark Shingles come in many colors to surely enhance the look of your home. Landmark Shingles offer a limited lifetime warranty, so you can be assured your roof will last for generations to come. Stop by Mortimer Lumber at 24th and Lapeer in Port Huron. Our expert staff will be glad to help answer all of your questions. Mortimer Lumber has locations in Port Huron, Emily City, Sandusky, and Bad Axe. Neiman's Family Market, located in St. Clair, is family-owned and operated and involved in the community. Neiman's has created a shopping experience providing a variety of quality products, specialty items, with superior customer service. Whatever your grocery needs are, from meats, bulk food, bakery items, produce, or even floral, Neiman's Family Market has what you will need. Entertaining? Neiman's has a full deli, and they do party trays. Check out our new mobile website and see weekly specials, coupons, and recipes. Open 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. all week long. Visit Neiman's Family Market in St. Clair. You'll be glad you did. Michael's, your dealer for the people. Dennis, what are you doing? I'm trying to do a commercial for Michael's Car Center, but there's so much they do. Like what? Well, they do sales, service, and rentals. They have a body shop. They buy used vehicles. They'll beat or match any deal. Plus, there's guaranteed credit approval. Wow, I knew Michael's Car Center has been the area's hometown dealer for 35 years, but with all that, Michael's really is your dealer for the people. Michael's Car Center, 4371 24th Avenue, Fort Open 8 to 6 weekdays, 9 to 3 on Saturdays. Michael's, your dealer for the people. TP Logos in Marysville has the area's largest selection of in-stock school spirit wear, corporate wear, and construction company gear. They do custom embroidery and custom screen printing and are the fastest growing uniform sublimation company in Michigan. Visit tplogos.com to see their vast selection of products, including Badger Sportswear, Nike, North Face, Richardson Hats, Carhartt, and more. They're open weekdays, 830 to 430, or by appointment. Don't wait weeks for for your gear, TP Lowe's will have it in days. Located across from Walt Braun Viking Stadium in Marysville. 
Having car trouble? Look no further than Marysville Goodyear. Located at 291 Range Road, Marysville Goodyear will take care of all your automotive needs. They know that just one visit to them will make you a customer for life. Whether it's a tune-up or tire rotation, consistency is the name of the game for the folks at Marysville Goodyear. Need tires? Marysville Goodyear is a certified dealer of Goodyear, Dunlop, and Kelly tires, and they stock tires for cars, trucks, SUVs, and more. Give them a call today at 810-364-4700. Marysville Goodyear, where your satisfaction is our game. If you're not listening to GetStuckOnSports.com, that's a personal foul. Your kids, your schools, your sports. You are back with uh, Dennis and Brady, and it's time for the uh, top five. You want to go guys or the ladies first? I'll let you pick. Let's let's do ladies first because with all the cancellations, what are you really going to change? Yeah, I mean, I'm trying to pull up my last top five. I mean, looking at it, uh, yeah. I mean, Marysville and St. Clair, we're going to play. They're going to play Marine City, too. You're going to see where they go. So, I mean, the only teams that have played have been Port here on at one. Emily City's still been playing. Um, and uh, Anchor Bay did uh, lose, but they lost to Lons Cruz North, who's really good. Um, I mean, Emily City, they, uh, they, they lost two non-league games, but it was to Byron and Plymouth Christian. Who I think are solid teams. Yeah, so, I mean, does that really put – who would you – you... uh, let, let's, just, let's just do do it like this. We both agree PH is the number one team right. in, in the area I think now basketball. I would, with those two non-league losses, I would flip Emily City and Anchor Bay. And I had Anchor Bay at two and was keeping them there – uh, even though they they did suffer a loss um, this week, they were playing the Lan- Lance Cruz North, who's so yeah. I, w- I would switch Emily City and Anchor Bay, and then I'm not touching Marysville and Saint Clair at four and five. Now I, they I have Marysville. I know they didn't play this week, but I have them at three. I bumped Emily City down. I know that they played good teams, but they did lose two games this week, so I bumped Emily City down to four. And I've got St. Clair at five now, and I think I had Northern at five in my last poll. Okay, so for me, it's Port Huron, Anchor Bay, Emily City, Marysville, St. Clair. And with me, the difference is I've got Port Huron, Anchor Bay, Marysville, Emily City, St. Clair. Okay, so now for the boys. Um, you want to start at the bottom and go up? Yeah, start at the bottom and go up because a lot of these teams at least played a game, and we'll we'll um, yeah we'll just start. I'm going to leave Almont at five. Okay. I don't know if there's a team that I would move above them. I know they struggled a bit this week, but they lost to two teams that, according to my top five, they were supposed to lose to. And I'm not going to punish them and say, well, you, you lost to Croslex and you lost to Armada. Well, yeah. That's uh, then they bounce back and beat Richmond by twenty five. That's what they're supposed to do. I have Almont at number five. I just don't know who would replace them there. Okay, uh, I'm going to go off the board on this, like I've been doing I th- all. I think I know what you're all, about to all, say all week long. Look, it, it, it's it, I get it. Had had Almont been competitive in those games, I would have said, hey, they lost to the the big two. But they didn't just lose to the big two. They got it was a thirteen point loss by the big to. two. Yeah, uh, the, the the they scored what thirty six against Croslex, yeah, and gave up seventy something. I mean, I'm uh, there's a team out there that you know again 
We don't talk about much because they're they're one of the smaller schools in our area. But after starting the season 0-4, have you been paying attention to what Mooney has been doing? Mm-hmm. And now and now that I, I I got to watch them in person, I now know that Mooney's got some good players. They do. Like they have legit guys that if they played at PH Northern Marysville, St. Clair, or Marine City, we'd be talking about a lot. They got guys on their team that could play for Crosslex. They have some, yeah. I like uh, their. They have a good what Rice, Everhart, to Dallas. Dallas. Um, who am I missing? I mean, I got their roster Julio. right here. Um, yeah, Julio is is a good uh, player. What did I do their game? Oh, two pieces of paper are sticking together. Static electricity. Um, you got Rice, Julio. Um, Everhart to Dallas. Um, I, I'd never heard the name Julian Iodice. Yeah. Two of the biggest buckets. He had five points, and they were the two biggest buckets in the game. I mean, it's just, you know, they're, they're well coached. So, anyways, they've won five out of six. Um, it's, that's playing good basketball. Um, and I know that their overall record is five and five, but they're five and one in their last six. They're playing well enough for me to put them at number five right now. All right, number four for me, um, the loss last night is what dropped them an extra spot. Northern, uh, I, th- I think they're a good team. They're slumping, uh, but that Utica loss, was a, I don't think, was a good loss for them. That, yeah. That's one that you go, all right, kind of wish they would have won that one. Um, and the teams above them, their losses, I think, were to better teams and – are just playing better right now because, yeah, losing your last two games, you, I got to drop you something. Yeah. Uh, Northern slips to number four for me. Uh, where will they will they stay here for the rest of the year? Probably not because, um, again, I, I think they're they're ultimately better than that. But, yeah, with, with the week that they've had and the couple of losses, um, they're going to slip to number four for me too. Uh, at three, I put Armada. Um, it was a toss-up for them or my number two team at number three but the thing that I kept oh, again the reason why they passed northern their one loss is to Croslex. they have stomped everyone else not gonna punish you because you lost by a lot to a generationally talented team their number three um their only loss again to Croslex. they are one of the better teams in this area and again in a in a normal non-Croslex Romeo Weems year, they are talked about as maybe the best team in the area. Yeah, our main is my number three team right now, too. And, and I'll just, to simply put it, I know Marysville had the tough loss at Lakeview, but I still think if Marysville and Armada played, Marysville wins. Well, and Marysville, their loss is a one-point overtime loss on the road to a really Team that hasn't team. lost. Yes, to an undefeated team. If Armada was a little more competitive in that Croslex loss, Maybe we're talking, and I'm sure the people from Armada right now are saying, well, have Marysville play Croslex and see what happens. And that might happen. It, it very well could. I don't think Marysville would lose by 20-plus to Croslex, but I didn't think Armada would either. And Armada gets another crack at them at Croslex's place, but Marysville's one loss was a game they should have won in overtime on the road against an undefeated team, I'm not going to drop them for losing that game. No, so Armada 3, Marysville 2 on both of our lists, and duh, who's number one? Yeah, Croslex. Hey, 72-point win. 
Unbelievable. Against Again, against a team that's not bad. And the thing is, and I, I guess we can talk about this a little more, we talked about how kind of Crosslex kind of, It's weird that a team that, at least locally, gets revered in the sense they do, or, um, but they play with a chip on their shoulder. I'm, like, they're going, look at us. We're this good. And them playing with something to prove is is scary to see because their backups play just as hard. They're just as talented as a lot of other teams' players. And also they have the best uh, come-out song in the area. <laughs> so yeah. that, that's bonus points. You're, you're still going with that. All right, read them our top five. All right, I have Croslex one, Marysville two, Armada three, Northern four, and I have Almont at five. You switched have the same Almont thing as Brady, but with Marine Cardinal City Moody. at five. Cardinal, Cardinal Moody. Moody. Yes. Yeah. So that's where we're at. Um, so as of right now, Dennis will be at Gross Point North uh, versus PH at on 24th Street tonight. If I can get in, I think I'm going to road trip down to Ike for the Northern girls game, but that's not set in stone. We have to yeah. uh, get permission, go in there. Um, and then Saturday, four games for you on Saturday, hopefully. Uh, two hockey games. For sure three, yeah. but we're trying to get to sneak that fourth game I think in. we can. Okay. Um, you have, it's what, Northern Dakota at one, Utica, Port Huron Unified at three. At three, I have Linden Cross-Lex, and then at six, I have Port Huron High versus Port Huron Northern Basketball. All right. You got all that because you'll be quizzed later. Next podcast comes up on uh, Monday. Have a great weekend. I'm telling you, listen to my game tonight. You're going to enjoy it. It's going to be a big one for a three-way tie in the Mac Red. And to do it without arguably your best player. Yeah. That, it's, they're good. They're great. From Port Huron to Marysville and St. Clair to Marine City, the Blue Water Area is stuck on sports.